Welcome to Life Coach Charlie, and I'm your host, Charlie. And I truly believe there is no simple solution to a complex issue. But let's talk about it. Heaven. Can we question heaven? Hmm. I want to talk about it. I want to think about this first. I went I went and looked up the definition of heaven, right? And it's multiple meanings, but I want to start with the most basic. Merriam-Webster describes heaven. The expanse of space that seems to be over the earth like a dome. The dwelling place of the deity and the blessed dead. A spiritual state of everlasting communion with God. A place or condition of utmost happiness. Something that is very pleasant or enjoyable. And last but not least, Christian science. A state of thought in which sin is absent and the harmony of divine mind is manifest. I got a little out of that, but I went and looked a little further. I went to Wikipedia. It's it's a lot to digest, but I'm going to I'm going to touch on the very beginning of it. And we're just going to start the conversation. Heaven or the heavens is a common religious, cosmological or transcendent supernatural place where beings such as deities, angels, souls, saints or venerated ancestors are said to originate, be enthroned or reside. According to the beliefs of some religions, heavenly beings can descend to earth or incarnate and earthly beings can ascend to heaven in the afterlife or in exceptional cases, enter heaven alive. Heaven is often described as a highest place, a holiest place, a paradise in contrast to hell or the underworld or the low places and universally or conditionally accessible by earthly beings according to various standards of divinity, goodness, piety, faith, or other virtues or right beliefs or simply divine will. Some people believe in the possibility of a heaven on earth in a world to come. That's a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. That is a mouthful. I struggle to get through that because there's so many things that they have to cover to try to define it. Deities, angels, souls, saints, venerated ancestors. They're throwing in a whole gumbo of what could or could not be in heaven. I don't think you can have heaven without religion, right? What do you think? Can you have heaven without religion? Can it be a heaven? No one, no one in heaven subscribes to a particular religion. Is that possible? So based on what I'm reading here, they didn't give you a religion. None of this was a specific religion. They said the word God. They did say the word God. And by saying the word God does not tie you into any specific religion. So can we have a heaven without a religion? Let's talk about what heaven would be. We're talking about our relatives, people we do and don't know. It would have to be millions, billions of souls there at this point. And what would make it a physical place? Because it has, if it's containing souls, that would mean it has to be physical. Our souls have to physically be stored somewhere. Like data. If you have a computer, 
after it runs out of space, you have to put another drive in it to fill up that space. Or at some point, the drive will crash, right? So we got billions of souls. Just on Earth, you have a billion, right? So imagine all of the ones since the beginning of man. All flooded into heaven right now. If you if you only believe that there is one soul per person. And that one soul goes to heaven. Now, some of you are going to say, well, they don't all go to heaven. That would mean we're talking about another place. A place where you go where you're punished for bad behavior, right? And even at the best case scenario or worst case scenario, half go up, half go down. You're still talking about billions. So where is this place? Where where would you start? If it's a physical place, we would have to assume you would have to be able to get there. Right? These are all questions that I, I don't know if people have asked or will ever ask or afraid to ask. Right. But if you're a human, you got to ask. You have to ask, where is it? If you at some point, no matter how devout you are, you have to ask, where is it? How do I get there? Most people say your soul rises and it lifts upwards into another dimension and you go to heaven. I've, I've heard that heaven is a dimension that is really literally one step up. If you're if you're on the ground, you raise your hand about a foot or less and that's the other dimension and that's a whole other dimension taking place right in front of you that you can't see now I know that sounds crazy but I was I heard that before and there are so many different variations but they all most of them take place in the clouds and if we're going to say they're in the cloud where well, the clouds are right there I've been on airplanes so if the clouds are right there and you're saying someone's looking down, you should be able to see it. Now, we can't see it. No one has ever seen it. So it would have to be elsewhere. It can't be up there and then everyone's there and there's no way for us to see it. So it would have to be a metaphysical thing. It would have to be something only your brain could tap into once your body, once you left your physical flesh. And that would be your soul. So without trying to be too deep about it, which is the subject in and of itself, you can't talk about it without being deep. But metaphysically, how does your soul know to transcend to where heaven is? So these are questions. So it's like you if you if you are ever in a in a learning place, right? That deals with religion. Sometimes the questions get too difficult for the people teaching it to you. Because they just don't know. It's some stuff we just will never know until we go. Some people say heaven is a state of mind. Some people say that once you transcend, you go into almost a limbo where you make your own heaven. You make your own heaven. You make if if sunny days on the beach are what pleased you on earth, 
that would literally be what you would design as your own heaven. That's what some people say. I'm not sure if some religions believe that, but I know some people say that that's what happens. The worst case scenario is the one where they say there's nothing that happens and you just go dark. Now, I don't know if you're conscious or not, but that's one of the toughest ones to swallow. But in any event, most people have an idea that heaven is full of happiness, love, laughter, and very, very little, if any, shouldn't be any pain. But then it raises more questions when I hear that, because then you say, I'm going to go to heaven and be with my loved ones. So if we're going to heaven to be with our loved ones, in my opinion, they should remember us. And if they remember us, they remember us as we were on earth to a degree. Now, I'm going to I'm going to tell you what I honestly personally believe is that we are here to transcend. We are here to level up. We are here to learn things. And once we learn them, we retain them in another life. Once we do go to a place a heaven-like place, right? But there are so many questions after you get to the heaven-like place. What did you learn? What did you need to know that for where you couldn't learn that in heaven? And and is heaven at some point so unbearably good and sweet and nice that you can't learn anything new there? That you have to come here You have to be put through pain, trials, tribulations. You have to have your soul searched and you have to have your morality tested and you have to figure out if you could stand the test of time and do good things, even in this environment where good things aren't always rewarded. Sometimes your good deeds are the deeds that do you in. And to have this kind of anxiety about not knowing what's tomorrow. I'm sure in heaven, they know exactly what tomorrow is. As a matter of fact, it's supposed to be eternal sunshine. So it's not even darkness. So if you're going into a place with every single problem has been solved, it would have to be. If this is heaven, every single problem, there cannot be any problems at all. When my, when I went, I went to see a, for lack of a better term, a tarot card reader, right? I went to see one and she talked to me. She said, what do you want to talk about? She told me a couple things. She, she showed me some things and I wanted to, I, I really wanted to know about my mom. So she started telling me things, right? About my mom that literally only my mom and I could have known. Right. Literally, there was nothing else that could explain some of the things she told me about my personal relationship with my mom. So it was very, very eye opening to me. And it made me wonder if my mom is on the other side and she's telling her these things 
that happened here, she must remember these things. And if she remembers these things, then she has a feeling about them. And if she feels a way about these things on the other side, that means we carry these emotions over there. That really got me thinking. I'm like, we're supposed to go to heaven to forget this stuff. How could we possibly know these things over there if we're over there to escape the pain that was here? And it really hit me. It's everything that was here. You take it over there. So the only explanation could be is you learn it, you retain it just so you can understand it when you get back over there every single thing in your life was for a reason it was a lesson it was like a long hard textbook that you were tasked to learn that you had to take it with you everywhere and you had to figure these things out and you were given certain assignments before you got here as a baby you were given all of your lessons and you had to learn them all over here. That's the only thing to me that would make sense is that you are learning here so that when you go back, you can transcend even more. So with that knowledge of knowing that, according to this person, again, I'm sure some people have their own opinions. You know, I've heard a lot of them, right, about what a person of that ilk real purpose is is to trick you to get your money or to get your soul whatever the case you believe it is but end of the day there were things that were told to me so I understand that well I believe I understand that the people over on the other side still remember us and they remember for better or worse what we've done and what they've done that opens up a whole new can of worms for me in a way because what are we talking about when we're over there are we still talking about things that happen here once we transcend into heaven are we sitting around reminiscing on stuff that happened here when I was a kid I used to wonder what food tastes like in heaven and a lot of young people that were around me, it was say, like, oh, apples taste 10 times better in heaven. Oranges, everything is 10 times better. And in my mind, I'm like, we're still eating? We're still tasting things? We're still waiting for good meals? And what's a bad meal taste like in heaven? So it's, it's a million more questions. Right? You want to see your loved ones, but you don't want to spend an eternity trying to hash out stuff that happened on earth. I don't want to do that. I don't want to sit there and talk about things that happened on earth. The only thing that I can possibly imagine if we're having a conversation about things over there that happened here, 
is how ridiculous they were. And how we're sorry. I assume assassins are walking up to their victims and making amends. And as a matter of fact, on, on an even deeper note, that assassin had to kill you because it was in his textbook to do so. And it was in yours as well. If everything is divine and everything is preordained. I would I would even go so far as to say they we're in study groups over there learning and talking about what happened here. There is really few other ways to explain it because if we're just going over there with no progress for the things that we did, the mistakes that we did here, because because we're human. If we're just to go to heaven and rehash everything we did here without any growth, that is not much of a heaven. So the only thing I could assume is that we grow exponentially when we get back. And we 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 study the 60 years or the 13 years or whatever, however long we had. And maybe some of the shorter years are people who had less lessons to learn. Right. Depending on what you believe, they could have been here more than once. But my my belief is that you don't get there without transcending here. And I don't think it's as archaic as good and evil. You did good. You did evil. I don't think it's that archaic. I think it's way deeper. I would have to think billion year old beings don't even deal with good and evil anymore. On another level, I, I, I can't imagine billion year old beings still trying to figure out how not to be bad. So on another level, I would I would say heaven has to be a place of growth and elevation I don't think we would go to heaven just to celebrate and sing if we're there for eternity I don't think you can dwell in eternity living in the past of what you did on earth I would even go so far as to say you don't just visit earth It's too many places. It's too many planets. It's too many things. The the, the universe is too vast for us to believe all that we ever will do is live on Earth, die on Earth, and then spend the rest of our lives in heaven or our existence. 
I can't even process something that would be that simple for such a complex matter. Just something to think about. Thank you for listening. I hope we advanced something tonight. And I hope that we walk away with a little more knowledge or more to think about. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. My name is Charles Brown. Life Coach Charlie will be back next week. Peace.